for coming in hot with Brent Wallace and former Ottawa Senators Bobby Ryan and Jason York. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot uh, with Brent Wallace. Uh, guys, how are you? <laughs> Did you stack the ballot box again? <laughs> I, I keep forgetting to mention your name. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, no worry. No worry. Uh, I just, it always makes me laugh every time I see it. So, gentlemen, uh, it's nice to see, Bob, that the internet apparently works and you were able to get somebody to put a hole in the wall to hang a picture. Your jersey. I had them uh, put a lot of holes in the wall um, <laughs> for about six hours yesterday. And internet is up and running. Um, that's conditional on how long I can um, stay in the right area. But we're, we're gaining on it over here. Absolutely. Is, is Lindsay outside holding like a wire up in the air just to make sure the internet connection works? And she's the one holding the light. That's like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the, yeah. it's on the it's roof right now. She's got the... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> the rabbit ears going. I'm yeah, I'm gonna send you a bobblehead of me just to put in the background. I think that would be perfect. It would absolutely. This is my uh, every other week house. So yeah, I don't have to see it that much. There we go. Oh, every th- I've got two. Say no more. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Okay. I knowing you, uh, you won't pay the freight to get it over the border. So it's okay. <laughs> I'll drive to the U.S. just to mail it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Yorkie, nice to see you, my friend. Uh, are the knees okay? I know you played a lot of hockey lately. Too much. I'm good with once a week. I got another game today. Uh, we're going down to the K Tires. This is actually pretty cool, Bob. Uh, we're playing with a group called Soldier On. Um, it's it's guys that have served in the military and they've got some injuries or they're suffering from maybe a little bit of uh, post trauma. So we do a game with these guys every year. Uh, it's awesome. Little lunch before. And then we host them in the uh, in the alumni box. So I'm uh, right. playing hurt. I'm playing hurt today, boys. Like uh, I got no excuses. What's bothering you? Yeah. The back or the knee? Or oh man, you know what? It's it's uh, it was the game. It was the it was the game in Brockville. We played. Mm-hmm. There was a couple young guys on the team, so I had to had to go a little harder than usual, and uh, that one put me over the top. Just. Just the bad knees, you know, nothing, nothing yep. crazy. It'll go away. It, it takes about a week and I'll be fine. <laughs> Just a week to uh, recover. So, yeah. <laughs> is Boro playing in that? Boro was a huge part of the Soldier On program. Yeah. Is he playing today? Yeah, it's so good. No, I don't think Boro's in town. Otherwise, he'd be playing for sure. Like, yeah. Uh, but I don't think he's in town. But no, it's uh, we, we got a pretty good lineup. I think Vanner's coming out, Brad Brown. Um, uh, yeah, a bunch of guys. I don't have the list in front of me, but it's ne- never a problem getting guys out for this event. It's it's fantastic. Nice. Do you have a goalie? Uh, why you want to play? No, no, I don't. Play. <laughs> you're an old. I thought you're an old goalie. I, I am. I'm just old now. Um, yeah. Is I'm just curious if you had like a former NHL player because there's not many around who still play goal. Do you know who? You, do you know who usually plays for us? He he played a little bit in Binghamton. Uh, Great oh. guy, Scott, Scotty Grenham. Yeah, he'll play. He'll, he'll play nets for us a lot. And you know who was down last week? We had a, we had an event. It was Billy Smith? I love when I love talking to Billy Smith, the old Islanders goaltender. He's such a. He's got the best stories. Like you talk to him about those old Islanders days. Yeah, just uh, he was well, down there. We. That's why that I have one? a black. That's why I had that black coho goalie stick. Was because of Billy Smith. Because Billy Smith. 
yeah. I've always wanted to meet him. I've never had a chance to actually get a you chance. You met him? No. Yeah. But he like his kid went to Ottawa U or Carlton at one point. Yeah. You know what's like, you know what's funny? He was uh, when my son Jack was playing in Barry, uh, Dale Howard, Chuck, uh, rest in peace. What what a, what a great guy and great coach he was. Had Billy in as the goalie coach, and when Dale got sick. Billy ended up jumping on the bench to fill in for a while. And he coached the D and my son, cause he's, he's 2000. He comes to me. He's like, dad, there's this old guy on the bench. Now, Billy, I go, Billy Smith. He goes, yeah. He goes, he's telling, he's telling me all these old school stuff. He goes, it's all the stuff you tell me all the time. He goes, it's like, he goes, but he's like the way he tells it. It's awesome. I go, yeah, listen to him. He's pretty smart. Like he knows yeah. what he's talking about. Some guy named Billy happens to be in the hall of fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I think it's Billy Smith. He goes, he's a goalie for the Islanders. I'm like, yeah. I go, that guy's a Hall of Famer. And then he looked him up. He goes, yeah. So uh, what a what a good guy. Imagine playing on those teams. God, the Oilers and the Islanders of the 80s. Bob, you'd fit right in. You would have loved that era, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, Bobby's an 80s Winning guy. cups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, oh. I was just a touch too early, guys. Me too. <laughs> too late, excuse me. I was... <laughs> I was lucky enough to catch the early guys that were leaving the game in the '90s, and those guys were a lot of fun. Well, that's—I'm a firm believer. That's why the—that's why the pregame skate was brought in for those guys in the '70s and '80s. Like, it was get them out of bed. Get them out of bed. And swim <laughs> out. All right, let's get to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sens are back in action today, and things have gone fairly well if you consider we didn't. Well, not everybody thought the trip was going to go perfect or even get a win. However, they got three points. Uh, so let's let's kick things off, as always, our show, proudly presented by Douglas Mattress, our fourth host of the show. Uh, named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living, unrivaled comfort and feel, motion isolation, sleeps cool, relieves pressure points, great value. Um, loved by more than 200,000 Canadians uh, already and more. Easy online ordering. Get it delivered usually within one to four business days. Experience their industry-leading risk-free trial, 365 nights risk-free. Don't like it? Just get a full refund. No questions asked. Don't forget, when you order, you will get a $650 value. Includes a mattress protector, uh, memory foam pillows, pillow protectors, luxurious cotton set. And so go to douglas.ca slash C-I-H and order one up today. Sleep like a baby. Also, the show brought to you by our good friends at BEI, Bonisher Excavating Incorporated, the heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sec- sector. Excuse me. When planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs. You can find them at uh, BonisherExcavating.com or give them a call at 613-432-1120. BEI is now hiring, um, getting ready for the summer months, and as always, please slow down in construction zones and remember that they come with free hockey Friday for the crew. And Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. If you're looking for that fun night out, you got to check out Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. It's great for the family, couples, or if you want to do a corporate event. Uh, kids 12 and up can throw, or 12 and under can throw accompanied by a guardian, excuse me, 12 and up. Uh, looking for the ultimate birthday party, team building event, or just having a great night. Uh, then you got to check out Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. It's located at 2615 Lancaster Road. It's safe. It's fun. Requires no practice. Just come to a Battlegrounds Axe Throwing facility, and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit those targets safely. You can book now at battlegrounds.com. All right. So, gentlemen, 
uh, as we get into tonight's game against Dallas, which happens to be tied for the uh, best offensive uh, team in the NHL, average the most goals per game. Not easy to shut down. So let's go back before we get to that. Uh, they should have, by the way, they should have won. I was a little concerned in the Florida game, having picked Ottawa when they gave up a goal <coughs> seconds in. I'm like, this this isn't going to be it. This is not going to go well. Then they tie it. I was hoping. God, I, I wanted to win. <laughs> you were close, man. Ah. Um, great. It was a great road game. They found a way to manufacture a point out of a team that I thought um, – I, I don't want to say dominated them, but I do believe that they were the better team throughout the majority of the game, which usually happens as the game goes on in a back-to-back -back situation when the other team is kind of hanging out waiting for you. Um, but they found a way. Um, Timmy Timmy with an incredible solo effort um, and getting the late one to tie it. Like they, just, they played a really, really good, solid road game, and they have not done that a lot. Obviously, the record on the road reflects in that. But when you look at the stats again in the game, um, outshot. But look at the block shots. How like thirty in a game? Like I don't know what the average is, but that's high. Um, yeah. And and the giveaways for me are kind of a wash, but a lot of giveaways. You don't see eleven on a on a card very often. Um, but again, great road game. They controlled the lines, um, the blue lines, and and did a lot of really good things. No, it's good. It's it's. You know, you could say, well, you play looser when you play against teams that you're not expected to win against, like Tampa and Florida. And then the games you're supposed to win where there's pressure, like Chicago and Columbus, you kind of get away. But I, I think there's a little more to it this time than you know, years past. That is 100% what was happening with the Senators. They'd lose. They're out of the playoffs because they didn't change how they were playing. They were still playing that loosey-goosey cheat and fly the zone, you know, big hits, big plays, JR hockey. Um, but now they're playing with an idea of being on the right side of the puck, doing the right things, not cheating as much. There's still some cheating that goes on from time to time, but every team does it. They're just not doing it as much. I just, man, everybody was talking. I, I tweeted about the, the, the winning goal. A great shot. Unbelievable shot, but still should never go in. And I, yeah. I don't like that first goal either, guys. I really don't. I know it was a little bit of a blown coverage, um, but that was, as people like to call, a little bit of a muffin. Like that was, that was kind of muffinish. <laughs> and uh, right away, you're you're one nothing to a really good team in Florida that you that that is tough to come back on. So, so full marks for Ottawa for coming back. Full marks for Corpusalo for settling in and starting to play really no, well. No, and let me no, finish. Let me finish. Hey, shh. let me finish. Full marks for coming back, but then again, at the end, what he does, like he kind of, what he does so well over the night, then he kind of like, he lets you down again at the end because you're like, no, like <laughs> we got this far. You did so well, but the timing of the goals you let in the one to start the game to put you behind the eight ball and then the one to finish the game. And I don't care how good that shot was. You can't get beat on that angle. I don't care. You can't. Yeah. There's can't no excuse. Get beat. Like there's yeah. no excuse for that. And people could say, well, it's a great shot. And you know, you got to watch out for that cross ice pass at the end of the day. There's been too many goals up top that have beat them. There's a consistent problem there. Teams know it. They're shooting there. And 
it'll be up to the goaltending coaches here to try and figure it out and get him to stop letting those goals in. Yeah. That's why you don't interrupt me, Wally. Can I talk now? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what? what? Hold on. We're going to go right to uh, Wendy's Did You Know? Because I think this will be maybe something that helps me with my Corpusalo info because I I don't believe in the settling in. You can't just forget to play the beginning of the game and then figure out how you're going to settle in after. Maybe try the start of the game to be ready. You're the goalie. Listen, you are the... You understand when you take that position, you are the focal point that you have to be there and be ready to play. And he isn't. So to the Wendy's, did you know, um, which is Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fancy teams this year and daily face off. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team building skills. Download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory from the mouthwatering jaws of defeat, along with some fresh, never frozen beef. Go to dailyfaceoff.com and sign up to play Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool to win uh, weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. We keep it fresh. So, Yorkie, the Panthers scored 19 seconds into the game, making it the 11th time this season the Sens have surrendered the first goal in the five minutes of a game. By the way, Ottawa, 0-11 when allowing a goal in the first five minutes of a game. Jonas Corposalo has given up nine of those games. So I just want them to be ready to play. They have a chance to beat arguably the best team in the league right now. And your goalie's not ready. Or like, I I don't understand how you give up a goal to Aaron, Aaron Ekblad from that far out. But what are you doing? That's all. High shots. So something up with the high shots. Like it's, it's well, stop maybe being so small on the ice to go down and before yeah. the, they come over the blue line. What do you think, Bob? Like as a shooter, like what do you, our guys are obviously keying on that, right? They aren't. Yeah. It's, it's widely known now. Every, like I said, every team has a statistic about the goalie up and mm-hmm. certain coaches do different things with how they present a scouting report on a goalie, but they are all saying before the game, this guy, lo- this guy hates high shots right now he's just fighting them they, they seem to have been a problem for him all year so teams know that going into games against them 100 percent um I, and i do want to say and this isn't defend to defend him because you, you can't <laughs> argue with the stats but let's be honest when you're talking about a team right now versus a team that starting this season gave up goals in the first five minutes a lot of those weren't on the goaltender early on they are now for sure and you cannot defend the Ekblad goal because i agree with you on that but you remember the okay. first five minutes of 50 percent of the games this year oh they were a tire fire yeah a lot of times yeah the tire fire is a great great way to describe that so i'm not defending corpus all i'm just saying the, okay. the team found ways to be there and engage the first five minutes uh lately and he has not and well there was a I, lot there, of i can't even make an argument for for it, well, yeah, I, I agree with your take 100%. I just wanted to point out that yeah, a lot of those games are a shit show for other reasons, too. So let's give so, them just... Which is fair, but if you remember the Tampa game the night before, Tampa, in their first shift, I think had two scoring chances or something. They were all yeah. over them, and I'm like, oh, my God, Ottawa's going to get caved in tonight if this is the way. And yeah. Anton Forsberg held them in it. That's all I'm yeah. saying. You Like, at this point, you need that guy to make one of those saves. Yeah, 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 it's it's uh, it's with me with Corpusalo. What 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 kind of 
what I don't like about him, it's always the timing of when he lets goals in. Like yeah. earlier this season, like the Senators would score a big goal and he'd let one in right away after. The the stat, the big one is the first right. goals because in the NHL scoring first is really important. And obviously when you look at Ottawa's stats, 0-11 when they don't. So nine of those are his. But I do, that's a great take by Bob. Yeah, there was a lot of like backdoor tap-ins earlier this season where we, we were going we were doing video of the senator's d zone coverage um, and you know mistakes are always going to happen and that, that's the one thing that kind of irks me well, oh yeah well there was a mistake there well the other team makes mistakes too florida made a ton of them the other night like they were making mistakes everywhere yeah but the yeah. only way they could get that big goal was you know timmy made that beautiful play but it was the florida defenseman that put it in his own net like it took it took florida's own guy scoring on Bobrovsky to beat him yeah so. and you got to give credit to florida um they played to the level of the competition and that's not to say obviously they went up two to nothing they they treated this like it was going to be a coast win and mm-hmm. we got a team that just won on a back-to-back that comes down to us that's also the worst team in the league so they're gonna have a really emotional letdown um, so Florida, to me, if that, if that's the way they're going to play against playoff teams, which obviously it isn't because of where they are in the standings, they're in trouble in the playoffs. If they turn the puck over the lines as much as they did, like they were horrendous at the lines. Um, and it fed, it fed Ottawa going the other way quite a bit. And I'm willing, I, I'm, I'm guessing, and I'm willing to bet on the fact that the next day they went in and Paul Maurice said, Hey, hey, hey like we can we got away with it because that's that's one of the worst statistical teams in the league, and you found a way to win. So kudos on the two points, but this that this can't happen again um, with the way that we were at the Lions. Like I, Bennett had a really egregious one. Uh, Sam Mont, uh, excuse me, Montour had about twelve. Uh, it felt like he was a turnover machine. So yeah. they won, but they're not happy about it. He's a riverboat gambler, eh, yeah, Montour? Oh man, I didn't like... realize bad. He has. <laughs> And it doesn't matter if he loses on the flop, he's trying it again on the next shift, which I love. I love the, yeah. his ability to forget. But <laughs> you know, a lot of people on, on, on his goal, a lot on his goal, a lot of people were criticizing the Sun's D zone coverage. It wasn't that bad. Like he jumped in, he dumped in. Like the, the only bad play on that goal was Pinto kind of panicked and tried to backhand it out and get it out of danger. He had a little more time. That's when somebody on the ice has to tell him time, time, time. You have time. Instead, he flips it. He, um, But players try that a lot. You're just trying to flip that out to the neutral zone. Fans on it. Goes to Montour. Then Pinto blocks it. But it goes right back to Montour's stick. Like, bang, bang. There's nothing you can do about that. Like, that's not a coverage issue. That's just a bad clear. And then a shot block that bounces right to his stick. And then a great yep. shot. Like, what do yeah. you do? Like, that's not that has zero to do with defensive zone coverage. And, and Chicken made a soft play up the wall that resulted in a turnover. Yeah. Right? But yeah. This, so here's what went unnoticed for me. Um, and you have to watch it on a clip where you get the entirety of the shift. But you can see you see Chicken move the puck up. And if you have the volume on, you can hear somebody say, move the effing puck. And, I, mm. and you'll, we'll never know which player it was, whether it was a player on – Florida saying it about an offensive chance, or if it was an Ottawa player saying it to Chikrin, because Chikrin had the ability to move the puck quicker than he did there. Yeah, yeah. It went up the wall slow. So maybe if you find the clip, um, give it a listen, because I'm trying to figure out who it was. I thought it might have been Chikrin himself saying it to whoever got the puck over to him, but uh, it was an interesting. I watched it three or four times trying to figure it out, but he makes we're that like, happen. He makes we're that like happen. the guy. 
we're, we're like the guys now to there we're like the guys now online that are going over the taylor swift videos and saying see see what see what's happened in that no video here? <laughs> no we're not <laughs> oh, i promise you, uh, that one just came up and saw it and I, I had the option to watch it a couple times and i took it <laughs> i promise you i'm not watching that much video <laughs> <laughs> look at us eh behind oh, yeah. the scenes with bob ryan yeah, I can break it down. The Whisper 2000. Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember? So the Whisper 2000 was like this. You could wear it. It would pick up conversations in the next table over. So it used to be like an infomercial of buying the Whisper 2000. So you could listen in on other people's conversations. Yes. No way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bobby's I, got the Whisper 2000. I love my Whisper 2000. But Well, you know what I could see you with, you and Lisa with late at night in oh. Stittsville all tucked in? I could see Wally in bed just a quick... Lights go off. <laughs> lights go on. Right? You got your night. You got your little night hat on. Oh yeah. On, slippers. Yeah. Clap. Yeah. clap. My out. silk pajamas. Lights out, Lisa. <laughs> Need my sleep. Uh, I'm a terrible sleeper. She's to sleep well before I am. Terrible <sighs> sleeper. Just clap yeah. on, clap off. So here, I am concerned. Okay, uh, we've discussed this about what we do for the next uh, was it 29 more games of goaltending. And I just, mm -hmm. by the way, just so we're clear, we all suspect that Forsberg will play tonight's game against Dallas, or at least I can't imagine why he doesn't. Yeah, um, he but Corpus Salo has played, and I know uh, Forsberg was hurt and missed a bunch of games, but Corpus Salo, I think, is still regarded as the number one guy. And I don't know what to do with him down the stretch. I, I just want them to give... Anton Forsberg, every opportunity outside of back-to-back -back games to play. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know if they're in a position to to give one guy a lot of runway. Um, again, Corpus has been in, or Corpus Allo, Excuse me. Uh, Forsberg had a bad injury and then aggravated one. So yeah. it's almost like it's a lost season. We're not trying to make the playoffs. I do think that they're going to utilize him a ton down the stretch, but I, it's like you want him to take a ton of wear and tear on when you have him for next year to really be trying to get ready and excited for and a summer of training and strengthening all the things that you've kind of you've you've heard. So and and it's almost like I don't know what's what's going on in the in the minds of the brass over there, but you're like, do we want to be winning games now or do we want to just kind of stay exactly where we are? with the chance to pick high. Um, so there's a lot of factors at play in it, but he does give you the better chance to win every single night uh, for me. And that's only because the other one's a statistical anomaly that is not giving you a chance to win. So it's it, it's kind of interesting to see how it plays out. I don't think Corpusalo is the number one in anybody's mind, except for um, the, con the contractual people, right? Yeah. It's interesting, eh? <laughs> Because we've talked about this and we said there's absolutely no way they're going to buy him out, but he's not Steve Steos's guy. He's not Dave Poulin's guy. And yeah. I really think the end of this year is important. I, I think he has to play. Um, I don't think they're going to give Forsberg and say, hey, you're going to run with it here. I, I think they need to figure out what, what if Corpusello can rebound here. And just the fact that they change goaltending coaches. So you've kind of laid some of the blame on the goaltending coach because oh you fired him right so mm -hmm. you got the, the new guys up now 
So I think they want to see what he can do with, with both goaltenders. And, and maybe well, somebody brought up a good point about Bobrovsky. This guy, everybody thought yes. was finished and washed up. The only difference is he had a much better resume than Corpusella yeah. before. Like the guy had yeah. done, done some things in the league. Like two time Vesna trophy winner. Yeah. He's done some things where Corpusello, his body of work is just so small. And that's where, like, why did you have to give him such a long contract? But whatever. He got the contract. You can, people say you can't fix a goalie. Well, Maybe it's between his ears. Maybe that's, you know, it's usually a lot of the problem with guys is mentally. But I, I think this last part of the season is really important to see where Corpus Allo's at because he's not their guy. Like, you can, you could buy him out and just, you know, do what everybody does. Blame the other GM. Like, it's not our fault. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't sign this guy. So, but <laughs> if you're the GM, or Steve Steos, I'll say, do you not want to see Corpus Salo play to try and figure it out? If the season's already gone, and let's be honest, so do you not put him in every chance to go, we got to see if you can stop the puck here? Isn't that what I just said? No. <laughs> you got some you got some. No, because it was on. way too many long, rambling words. And you got, some, get the, get the, get the uh, potatoes out of here. Yeah, that's exactly what they got to do. You got to see what he's – you got to see if he can play better. Yeah, you get you get like. Here's the thing: is how long is the uh, the rope, right? Because at a certain point, you you are you just know what you have, and I don't know where they're at in their thought process on that. But he's had a lot of chances this year and squandered the majority of them. And you're just at this point. My my question is: where do they draw the line? Like here, here we are done looking. We know now that this is not our guy, and we have to find a way to get the contract off the books. I don't know. What, I don't know where that line is, but I think we're going to see. I, I think we're going to see more Forsberg down the stretch. But um, you're not. You're not taking Corpus Allo off the ice because you're not. Yeah. You can't take him off the, the salary cap. So you're going to play him. Think about this, guys. We it's it's already known because this has been said publicly. They are not rebuilding. They're going to retool over the summer. Oh, it's just a want, word, Yorkie. Listen, they want to hit. The, they they view themselves as a playoff team next year. So they need to hit the ground running when the season starts. You can ill afford to have any kind of terrible start. They want to be a playoff team. So that's why I just think this is so important. Like you can't go into the summer with question marks of a Corpus Salo. He just had a terrible second part of the season versus he figured it out. Now we have a little bit of trust. Now we're a little more comfortable starting next season with him. That's why I, I just think this is really important. This stretch of games for him. Okay. But can we just be clear here? Either saying retool or rebuild is the same thing. You're making changes. That's all. All I have to do is we got to make changes to figure this lineup out. And I don't like rebuild means that they're going to trade nine players. That's not happening. No. But all they they just have to make changes. And people are like, no, no, you can't trade certain people. If you can trade somebody to make your team better, regardless Mm -hmm. of what you think of that player, you make that trade. Even if it seems like it's different or you're like, oh, I can't believe we won. But sometimes those trades make a big difference. And I, I just, they do have to figure out how to get this team to play better yeah. up front. Well, number one, guys, like look at the record with Pinto in the lineup and Pinto out. So they want to see if this trend yep. continues for the rest of the year. And I, I really believe they really want to see how, if Josh Norris can figure it out too. Like this is really important, the second part of the year for him because they'll have to make a decision. Like, if that continues, they're going to have to make a decision on 
on their core because you gotta you gotta get rid of some money to get better in other spots, right? So it's this is gonna be a really big evaluation point because now Dave Poulin's in Steos, they're watching games, they're evaluating, okay, this is what we like, this is what we don't like, and then you set you set your roster so you're not scrambling uh next year when the season starts. Yeah. Yeah, very much. I'd like to elaborate, but I agree with every point. Just make, <laughs> oh, I, honestly, I was, I wasn't even zoned out. I was, you were speaking so well. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't pump his tires anymore. I'm Bob, li- Bob, Bob listens. He's listens. Well, See, you're one of those listen, guys. You're, you're already thinking I, about what you're going to say. I heard every word. <laughs> so tooth it, Yorkie. I need to keep the show on track, despite the number of times you try to take it off and put it in the ditch. And two, I'm trying to have conversations in the chat with people who are like, you two need to go for some old fashions together. Do you think Brent regrets bringing Yorkie on the show sometimes? Um, there's, there's, there's lots of stuff in here. Yorkie's hilarious. I just blocked that guy. Um, so yeah. So, so yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. All right. Uh, so I, I pull it. Sometimes I just, I can't keep it all together sometimes. I just um, I love I love New Morning Bob today. He had secret information <laughs> about the Whisper Two Thousand. He's Bob. hearing things on the ice nobody else is hearing. Like that's huge. I, I told you. Somebody said, that. "Move the fucking puck." We need to know who that was. I would love to know who that was. I really do. Um, so if anybody I'll listening, go back. break the clip down and figure it out, please get the Whisper Two Thousand. Get it on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know who said it. Uh, and but okay, so one last time. Uh, C19 in the uh, chat wants to buy out Corpy. And I, I just, Get there, I, I do not see any possibility that they buy him out for the and have him on the books for eight years at 1.3. I just yeah. don't see it. No way. Cap space is too valuable. Yeah. yeah. They'll bury him in the minors if they have to. That's, and that's, right? what, that, that, to me, a buyout would, would happen with two years left possibly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kind of spring that along. It's definitely not happening this summer. I'd be I'd be blown away if it did. There's just no way. Yeah. I I don't see it happening. And I know the cap's going up. C C nineteen. But they still got to make some deals and sign some players. So anyway. All right. I agree. Uh, I agree with that. Let's move on to our good friend who leads this team in scoring, and we'll use uh, today's hot performer, brought to you by DoorDash, to get there. Uh, Get everything you need. Let's have it delivered by DoorDash, if you will, even at the last minute. Choose what you want from where you want. With DoubleDash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees so everyone can get what they want when they need. Bobby, maybe I could send the bobbleheads by DoorDash. Uh, For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's 25% off up to a $10 value. Zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store. Enter code NATION25. Offered valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms apply. Timmy Stutzla. He's done okay. Like, anyway, I think the last few games he's been phenomenal. He's now scored in the last three straight games. He's got seven goals, 18 points in his last 16 games, and then he's uh, on a three-game point streak with five points. Uh, needs one more point, by the way, to tie Mike Hoffman for 19th uh, in all-time scoring for franchise history. By the way, he's played in 79 fewer games at this particular moment than uh, Mike Hoffman. Uh, and that puts him in 19th. Yeah, and he's closing in on goals, moving up as well. Like uh, He's done really well. The only issue I have, gentlemen, on Timmy Stutzla, he does not have a power play goal this season. 
Not that's, one. That's so he's played the most time of any player in the National Hockey League on the power play without a goal. Wow. Crazy talk. He doesn't shoot enough on the power play, but um, 24 shots he's got on the power play. Yep, I agree. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. shoot enough, but he the way he distributes the puck, and I don't think we have another player, maybe Giroux in a sense that hits the seam as well as he does. Um, I, I, he has to be one of the leaders in pen, uh, excuse me, points on the power play still with the amount of assists he has, right? Yeah, 12 assists, I think he's got yeah, just or 12 yeah. points. Just, he's just got to shoot a little more for me there. It'll, it'll not only will it make those passes open up more uh it'll keep it because it keeps the penalty kill a little bit um i guess honest is the best way to put it and and on their toes knowing that he's a dual threat because right now he doesn't seem like a dual threat on that but other than that i don't want to critique him too much uh i just i love the, i love when he gets the puck and starts coming in down that wall because you don't know what he's going to do yeah. he's got four options and he makes he makes the right move a lot of times yeah but he's playing good hockey yeah is, i really uh, he had a stretch there where he was really bad, and he's yep. and like all like all point people do um, most of the time, he's come out of it and he's been a lot better. Do you? Uh, I, I'm thinking back to when he had his most success on on the on the power play, and you kind of hit on it there, Bob. When he's on his strong side, and they go from one side to the other, and then Timmy's coming downhill, and they hit him. You know, and he's he's coming right at, and he makes the penalty killer have to make a decision. And he can. I, I love it when they have that right shot option down low. Uh, usually Drake. I, I think Drake is so good down there. Brady pops out. It's just been. I just think because when they switch things over, they change the power play, and then it takes it takes a while to get things going. And you got the other thing with the center is we talked about this. There's so many power play guys on this team. You're you're always trying to figure out ways how to get guys in, how to get guys out. Like like think about it. Like Kubalik when he was brought here, was a power play specialist. Uh, guy scored 30 before. He can't even get a sniff because it's just, there's too many There's too many good guys. Yeah. Uh, Giroux has been a first power play guy his whole career, and he's sometimes in the second unit. So, yeah, I, 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 I agree, though, Bob. He's got to shoot it more, His especially when he's moving. Eh? Like, it's just he's got an underrated release. Just he's, he's looking to pass too much. Yeah. I, I I agree. When he gets downhill, he's and and he has all his options in front of him. Um, he's as good as anybody. I just wish he would utilize the option of keeping them honest a little more by trying to hit that short side shot because he can. His, his his release is so good and so quick that if he does that, I think the, the all the plays that he likes to make are going to be that much easier for him because it holds people accountable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, so I, I, sorry, go ahead. Walter. Is there a reason why when you have Brady Kachuk, Thomas Shabbat, Jacob Chikrin? Claude Giroux, Josh Norris, Tim Stitz, all these guys, that this power play is so bad. Like, what's wrong? You, Bobby, you you played the power. What's wrong with this particular power play that just can't figure it out? It's funny. They, If you had asked me while I was watching the first power play the other night, I, I, they were dangerous. They, yeah. they attacked. They just didn't finish. Um, so to me, they're lacking a little bit of the finishing right now. And that kind of comes and goes in ways. Like there was a period of time last year where, that we all remember they couldn't miss. Everything went in the net. They're in that lull, um, and it's not that they're not shooting. I I do think I don't like the I don't like the D to D one timer that I saw three or four times from way too far out to the side because you 
your, your window. Yeah, like, and you want Chikrin shooting the puck. I don't want to take that away. But he's shooting from outside the dots. He's And he likes to, he seems to like to move a little bit when he takes the one-timer, which I understand I did too. But when you start to move outside the dots with your stick raise, your window to score mm-hmm. is way, way lower. And on top of that, your window to create anything off of it is way lower too. The rebounds are going to kick wide or you're going to miss the net wide. So he's done it. Chabby did it a couple times lately. Um, so that to me is part of it. And I don't think they're doing enough to get, I, I guess the bumper is the guy that is your primary shooter, right? They're not getting the bumper in a lot of opportunities for the one timer. They're, they're hitting them. They're utilizing them to, to break plays out and, and find time and space, which is, which is great, and the Sens are very good at it, but they're not getting him enough shots in there. Uh, Claude Drew is the only guy that kind of slides that puck in there um, as much as he does, and to me, it's not enough. I would like to, I like to see them go downhill and then go down and into that guy way more often than they do. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, and Brady, Brady, and Brady. Sorry, last point. Brady's obviously elite in front of the net, but to me, um, he hasn't just taken the puck in and tried to create havoc enough. Right when he gets it, he's kind of settling plays down, restarting it, which is part of that position. But sometimes when you have a guy like him and a Pinto that could crash, or whoever's playing the bumper and the offside that could crash, you kind of just want him to put his head down, take that puck to the net, because you can outnumber defensemen down there. Um, so I, I would like to see a little more of that jam play. Yeah, 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 you know, for sure. Yeah, they're too predictable right now. Too predictable. That's a good point. Yeah, they are. Uh, quickly back to Tim Stutz's, I got us a little sidetracked. <coughs> I, we've talked about this before. Maybe one of the top five players I would pay to watch play the game of hockey. His last two goals, or oh. each of the last two games, highlight real goals. Like That's yeah. the yeah. stuff that brings you out of your seat. I, I liken him to, for me, Jason Spezza was one of those, and Eric Carlson. Those guys could just make stuff happen and fun to watch. For sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. I throw Marty Havlad in there too. Oh, a little old school for you, Wally. No, guys that they have that unpredictable <laughs> factor, right? And we, ha- I actually had to. I was chatting about this last week. People said, "Well, how come Hosa? Well, Hosa's always no. predictably great and no, predictably different type of player, predictably consistent and good. You just you're already out of your seat. These guys bring you out, and you just you don't know what they're gonna do. Like the shit Stitzler tries, like trying to go through four guys. Like usually, if that doesn't work. He's getting yelled at by the coach because the turnover right inside the blue line, but somehow it works and somehow he scores and everyone's happy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bob, they ca- there's there's certain guys that if you tried stuff like that and you turn yeah. it over, you're not getting on the ice again. Yeah, he's got a long leash, but no. Yeah. And same with Spets, right? We used to go crazy with Spets dropping the puck back and the turnover oh, the rate, path. the blue line, right? Every but when he made plays. And I think of the Sheldon Surrey behind the net when he tricked oh. Surrey to drop the puck back to him. Like, he was just so good. And, I, and, Mar- and Martin Havlott, I always thought, was the best one-on-one player the Ottawa Senators ever had. Those guys are just fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Well, the so, ability to, such a skill, but not many people have it. The ability to create something out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They do the moves you dream about trying in beer league hockey and – but you would yeah. never try it. These guys will actually try them in the game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it sometimes works. Now, 
Okay, so Bob, you're on the wing. Your centerman, let's say, is Timmy at the moment, who tries to dangle four guys, and now it's turned over and the puck is headed the other way. Are you pissed or are you okay because he's trying something? I'm okay if he's trying something once or twice a game and they're spread out, but if it's every shift and it's always the <laughs> then then it's like, dude, we got to get back to some kind of basics or at least do that below the line, below the top of the circle once we're in and established and the puck's not going the other way because there's nothing more frustrating and I'm guilty of it. I was yeah. guilty of trying to make a play at the line to force an issue when some, there's and that's that's a fine line for guys like him because he's so good and crafty and can make space with his edges and and his ability and his deception. Um, so you want to give him the platform to do that, but you don't want to you don't want to skate north just to skate south all night. And it's not, those are he's had nights like that. Obviously, it was yep. an issue when he first got here. He's had nights like that. Um, he's got to take a look. The pressure on him to create was so high as well for a while because he was the only guy doing it. Um, now he's got some help and some other players are helping on the score sheet. So he's once that pressure comes off um, and they really start to buy in. And I think they have, when they really start to buy in and figure it out, um, you're going to see more little chip plays, but you, you want Timmy with the puck. So I wouldn't be mad at him. Would you need, would the whisper 2000 be needed, Bob, if you're on the wing and the second time or third, first time, nothing. Second time you tell him third time, move the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Once, nothing, because it's going to happen twice. Hey, bud. <laughs> Let's make it rain it in. And the third time, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Uncle. Yeah. Whisper 2000, not needed. And then the not fourth needed. time is giving the tug to the coach and saying, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Alfie did that with Spets. I think he's got, he went to Brian at the time. He was like, I can't play with this guy in my line right now. And they it, took him off. And one of the best lines in hockey. That's crazy. Yeah, but it, it happens every night in every uh, building. <laughs> I, used right, to, uh, uh, I used to play with this guy in Anaheim. Bobby Dallas, your guy. Yeah. He'd come, he'd, every, every, game, every shift he'd get back to, he's, I'm open, you know, I'm open. I'm always open. I'm open. Just I'm like, you're not always open. And this, this discussion would go on after every shift, Bob. <laughs> That's good. Any, yeah. Anytime we got scored on, he'd look at me, blame me. Uh, you can't do it. I would lose my mind. Lose my mind. Or nickname you, of 11. <laughs> if you can't give Bobby Dulles the respect he deserves of calling him a former Ottawa Senator Yorkie, then I don't know that we can continue with the show. One, one, he played one, what, one game. I think he was here for a matter of hours. He I believe it was two, yeah, two days. Two days. And two days. So angry about it because he got placed on waivers. So they brought him in and he had to go through waivers and he didn't clear it. And it, he was so sour. Uh, I love he was so, I love him. Oh, he, he, he went to Pittsburgh. Okay. We brought him in and I knew Bobby well. We had played together in Adirondack. We were partners and we were partners in Anaheim. And he was so happy to come to Ottawa because he's like, okay, I'm going to get a chance here, a young team. And he was traded <laughs> in like a day and a half later. He was so mad. That's tough. That is tough. <laughs> or wave, whatever happened. Yeah, didn't even uh, pack his suitcase. He's claimed by Calgary. Calgary, that's right. That's right. Because he was signed as a free agent, and then they had to yeah. put him through waivers to get him that's on right. the roster. Anyway, uh, okay. So uh, moving on, lock of the day as the uh, Sens are now home. Got it. I like to call this Hell Week as Hell Week continues, having to face 
uh, Tampa, then Florida, now Dallas, and then Vegas on Saturday. But, but guys, the Ottawa Senators have won six straight games at home <laughs> against the Dallas Stars. Six. Neither goalie in today's game played in any of those games, I'd like to point out. However, I will say they have won six straight games at home yeah. against the Dallas Stars. This this is a trap game, though, because you had a pretty good road trip going into South Florida, going three for four on the points. And then you come home and you're like, you, you take, I don't, did they have the day off yesterday? Yep. Obviously. So you have a day off and then you got to come in and gear it right back up. Um, I tried to skate some back to back. So it's a trap game. So I'm not going first. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go first. You know, you know what? I, I'm looking at Dallas's record right now. It seems they're, to be honest, I haven't really watched a lot of Dallas Stars lately. I uh, love how they te- love their team, though. Love their coach, Pete DeBoer, great guy. Um, I'm gonna take Ottawa. I just think I know it's. I agree with Bob. It's a trap game, but I like how they're playing right now. I think Forsberg's gonna get the start. I, I see him having another solid game. And I just think they're playing the right way. And they're better at home. They're, they're a much better team at home. So uh, coming back, I'm going to neglect the trap game and take Ottawa. Wow. Highest scoring wow. team in the league. Who, Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one, oh, one and they two have not lost back-to-back games in regulation since the beginning of December. They've, oh, they're you can tell me that. They're cur- well, I don't have to do all your work for you. They're currently 0-1-2 in the last three games. Uh, two of them in the last two road games. I might change my pick. i got to see where they are in the standings. Okay, you guys go ahead. They're, they're second in the Western Conference, Yorkie. Yeah. i got to see by how much. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh... <laughs> uh, we have a standings board? Oh, it wouldn't be on the It's on the West. Sorry. Go ahead, Bob. I'm, I'm going to take Dallas because... Um, I know all too well the trap game coming home after back-to-back day off, trying to gear up for a very good team that hasn't been playing great hockey. It, it's a hard game. It is. I think Dutchie's going to get his 800th tonight. Um, he's been really good. I watched a few uh, games a, a little over a week and a half ago, give or take. Um, they just happened to be on, so I flipped them on. And Dutchie looked good. He's playing well at Sagan at the time. Uh, I don't know if that's their their line still, but I I like Dallas. They're deep. They're good. Um, they're just kind of going through it at the moment. So I I'm not taking a team that scores at that kind of clip. I, I'm not going against the team. Excuse me, that scores at that clip. They have not gone more than three games without a win. Uh, but since they pumped Nashville nine to two, they haven't won. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Sens are going to have a good game. Like I, I think it's going to be a, a, a close game. There's, there's not going to be much of a letdown. Uh, there will be a touch. It's just human nature to go that way. But um, I, I think it's going to be like, – the Sens are going to take them – it's going to be a close game right down to the end, but I got to go against them. It's got to be Dallas. And then with Yorkie on the other side of it, I have a chance to extend the league. And I've been – excuse me, lead, and I've been waiting for this. <laughs> We've agreed on too many games lately. I'm like, I need to extend here. Yorkie's got Ottawa. Hmm. Let's see who Dallas plays. Uh, by the way, Anton Forsberg, if he should start, will be his 100th career start for the Ottawa Senators. Oh, don't put him on the jumbo, please. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the guy alone. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas. 
I, I, I just don't think you can keep that team down for long. You know, when you're a contending Stanley Cup team, the standards are completely different, right? You can't. Yeah. It's unacceptable for them at the moment to not have won within the last three games. That's yeah. the only thing I'm going with. Very much agreed with you. Yeah, I think I think they need a little bit of adversity before they start the playoffs. This might be it. This might be it. Oh. So I'm uh, I'm going to stick with my Senators pick uh, again. Oh God, I, I hate trusting the Senators goalies though. Like I've I been know burnt, I've been burned so many times before. I'm I like I'm just a glutton for punishment. Um, <laughs> can I trust you, Anthony? Will you let me down? All right, I'm going to trust you one more time, but this time I'm telling you, if you guys let me down, I'm not picking you again. I'm going to stick with the Senators. All right. I, oh, I had it up here for a bit. I don't know if I still do. Anton Forsberg's home save percentage wasn't very good. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Uh, He's a new man. He's a new man. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's. <laughs> let me... Uh... Oh, maybe he's... He's 43rd, maybe. Anyway. It's not, it's not great. It's not great. No, but neither one of them. Are. The Ottawa has the worst save percentage in the league, so Ooh. not helpful. That's why I just I just think Dallas. Dallas just needs to score two or three goals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Like I said, I, you never know with the Sens. They could have themselves a night, and they've been playing better. And Who knows? Who knows with the goalies? It's, that's the type of year it's been. Uh, by the way, quickly. Elliot Friedman apparently hinted uh, on his 32 Thoughts podcast that mm-hmm. Ottawa may have interest in Eric Carlson. Uh, I know Pittsburgh's got to do something because they're uh, they're not going to make the playoffs for a second straight year. They're they're in some serious trouble. But I'm not entertaining that if I'm Ottawa. No, no, I don't. I wouldn't think that there's going to be a reunion there. Like you're not getting 2012 or 2013 yeah. Eric Carlson type guy anymore no and he's making way too much money not for himself but for the the salary cap yeah 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 that, that, well he that, is that. making too much money for himself it's, it's okay you can admit that too fair enough <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I just don't see i don't i don't know i don't see the fit i'd be very i'd be shocked if that was the case yeah they need some and i've said this before they need some d that are going to knock people around more than they need another puck moving defenseman well, yeah. for him to come in, for him to come in, Shabbat would be leaving. That's the that's the only viable, yeah, thing that would happen if you did that. Um, and you know, with, when I talk about Carlson, I got to plead the fifth because everybody has that one player that kind of clouds your judgment when you talk about him. Carl's my guy because I, I I love how he played when he was here in Ottawa. Um, he was so uh, so good for this city, so good for the town. I haven't watched him a lot though this year. Bob, you seen him play a lot this year with in Pittsburgh? I've watched glimpses here and there. I would and, say I've watched them more than a handful of times. Yeah. Um, they don't there's just not there's just no click between their him and the unit that they've had there for so long. Yeah. I always I thought it was a weird trade. I thought it was a, a weird I thought it was a weird fit from the get go and it, it, it shows up on the power play when they're all up there together. There's just a weird uh, dynamic and it doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I yeah. was if I was Pittsburgh, I this would have been really tough to do, but I, I would have traded Dalkin a few years ago. Like you could have you could have really got something for him good a couple of years ago. It's just so tough. You win the cups, you you 
they're part of your fabric, part of your history, but the good, you know, tough decisions, right? Like, how do you do that decision? But yeah, I agree. When I do watch them, they just seem disjointed. Yeah. It's, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be, so to answer your question, uh, yeah. I would be shocked if they entertain that shocked. Yeah. I, I just don't see it. We'll nope. bring back Yorkie if we're just going to keep bringing back old D men. Old Yeller. Bring back old Yeller. <laughs> not, not a chance. Can you imagine? Oh, God. The league is so fast now. Yeah. I do, th- I do think something's going to happen, though. I think something big's coming. If it doesn't happen at the, at the deadline, they're going to do something drastic at the draft. Like there, There's going to be some kind of shakeup. I really believe that. Uh, I have a quick question before we go. It should I probably should have prepped you for this before, but I keep forgetting to bring this up. When you guys were in school, taking your lunch to school when you were kids, what was your go-to sandwich? Easy, easy for me. I was peanut butter and jelly. I did a lot of PB and J's because now back then nut allergies didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Now you're in sun butter. Oh yeah, yeah, weirdos. Um, (laughs) 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 So I was PB and J. I I was not a sandwich kid and. I went to a small Catholic school where they had lunch available every day. So I did a lot of that where it was, it was really unhealthy stuff. We had pizza, cheesesteaks, things like that, that were brought in from outside. They ordered for you. And I had to bring a little pink slip with my order on it that my parents had done the week before (laughs) with uh, Burger King. Like it was (laughs) looking back, it was so wildly unhealthy. Uh, Burger King, yeah. Burger King's nasty. Yeah, but I was in a very, very small school. Burger King's not nasty. What are you? Are you nuts? That no wonder they don't sponsor us anymore. <laughs> they, we didn't ever have Burger King. Oh, is it? Who was our? We had something Burger, going. We have a Burger King. Oh wait, no. Uh, is it Harvey's? I can't remember anymore. I can't remember it. I thought it was BK, the BK Lounge. Never mind. Uh, oh, oh. oh you know what? In Toronto, maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, nonetheless, uh, yeah. I, would, I would hammer a flame grilled Whopper right now. Oh. Just so we, <laughs> hey, just so we're clear, we still love, by the way, Wendy's. Who is our sponsor? Wendy's is unbelievable. They make a good burger, and their chili is fantastic. My go-to when Chili's I was playing good. junior in Windsor, Bob. After every game, I'd go to the go to Harvey's, hammer a double burger, fries, chocolate shake, and they used to have at Harvey's. They used to have the ice burger. I don't know if you guys remember those. It was a, no. it was a like a chocolate um, ice cream with chocolate on top of it, uh, in the shape of a burger. It was called an ice burger. Wow! Just, uh, oh yeah. No. The, yep. The old that ice doesn't burger. Doesn't work for me at all. No, you don't <laughs> like ice cream. Anyhow, my go-to sandwich was peanut butter and honey. Oh, oh that's my go-to that sandwich nowadays. Peanut butter and honey? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I make them on Ritz crackers. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's huh. a, yeah. I would. God, I'm hungry. We almost done. <laughs> I, here's the question: What do you guys think the choice would be for me? You? You were like a you were like a marshmallow fluff guy, weren't you? <laughs> Wally was a he's mar- marmalade a marmalade. Sandwich. Oh, stop with your Vegemite marmalade. Yeah. You were yeah. You absolutely had the crust cut off and <laughs> <laughs> they were in triangles yeah yeah 100% when you, I was like thinking, when you go to uh, funerals I'm gonna I'm gonna say you were a turkey and cheese with a little bit of mayo kind of guy 
Turkey and cheese. Well, you're gonna keep. That's what I'm having today. You're gonna keep this. I was waiting for you to have a real answer, York. Yeah, but you okay? Turkey and cheese. I'd say you were. You were base. You were. You were a ham sandwich with (laughs) with iceberg lettuce. Oh, (laughs) you know what? My mom did make those with, but she would butter the bread like with real butter on the inside. Oh, it was terrible. I got you. I got you figured out. And mustard. I'm a, I'm an egg sandwich kind of guy. Oh, (laughs) keep it in the lunchbox on a nice hot day, then pull that out in the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah, couldn't, couldn't take it all the time. But yeah, oh. if I go on a road trip now, I make egg sandwiches for my road trip. That's they're, disgusting. They're very we're, never dri- we're never driving together. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'll because take care of the snacks. Yeah, if, if you're eating that while I'm driving, it's going to look a lot like Ace Ventura. I never understand that. You're, you're in a car and someone's like, I'm going to pull out this delicious egg sandwich. Like, oh, so nothing's. So, you know what? Text Lisa. Ask her right now. She'll tell you. Right. It's very good. No, I can't. I can't do it. It's like there's nothing worse than a person that brings their dinner on a plane and then opens it up two hours. Oh, right. And you're like, yeah. that is a fine. Yes. Or, yeah. or, or if or you're getting punched in the nose, either give me cash or I'm punching you. Know, yes. It's not the I cannot stand it. I was on a, I, I was, I, I was on a plane on last year. Some big dude comes on. Just opens up his little spread of Taco Bell just to reek the whole plane out. I'm like, that is a fine. Like, that's, that's a fine. Can't do it. Yeah, you're allowed two things on a plane. It's beef jerky, um, and whatever they hand you. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. yeah. Those if you, stupid if you want to spend, exactly. Yeah, or the spicy, the spicy nut mix that they give sometimes in the bag. That's it. Orderless things. Chips. I I. Unless you're a loud eater, I hate uh, that's that's another one for me. If you're a loud eater and I have to hear you crunch the chips, we were having talk, uh, taco Tuesday the other <laughs> night, and I could hear the table across from me biting into every chip. And I all the rage that was piling up in me <laughs> to not go swipe their chips off their food, it's like, close your mouth. Ah, uh, I'm hungry and pissed off. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, in that case, uh, go get some breakfast and uh. Right. Let's all do it again on Monday, 3 p.m. See you then. Off, off great up. internet. Okay, bye. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Coming In Hot. If you enjoyed the show, hit that like button and be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode. 